When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And you can tell our friends and they can have my things when we're dead. The boys cast. Boys, 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 No girls. And you know what else, Scott? I gotta say about the boys. I just I released the the video. Should women have their tits out when they play to raise revenue? And I was just like looking through the comments and legitimately are go to SNL, any of those places, the top like 10 comments, objectively super funny. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I know, yeah. And people of- <laughs> always say that, that your comment section is funny. It's, it's, yeah. And it's not people being like, fucking yeah, that's right. Like the odd person. But most of the people that are posting, it's like, they're yeah. posting jokes yeah. and people get them. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Like the one guy was like, "Oh, Ryan and that Indian dude, like they left his they yeah, yeah, they yeah. you know, they were fellow travelers and they left his fr- you know, whatever it was, Plus but it's friends, like just yeah. funny shit." <laughs> and I was thinking um okay, the idea of you know how the people say, "Oh, is it, is guys crazy or girls crazy, right?" Girls. Okay, so Danny's a <laughs> No. I, it's actually not true. I don't <laughs> Danny, it, it all depends on the that's scenario. Danny's, the reason Danny's saying that is because he dresses in drag and then looks in the mirror and he goes, "Oh, you crazy for that one?" Oh, you crazy? <laughs> what are you? What are you looking I, for? Just, he goes, "Oh, you, oh, you crazy for that one, Polish joke, <laughs> Danielle Polish." I went got a haircut yesterday actually, and the guy who cuts my hair is this gay guy. And then uh, he's like, I had told him at one point, he's like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I'm a comic. And then he's like, yeah, I'm going to see, like, he's like all into drag queens and stuff. Did and you run like, some bits on him? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what's the point of getting a haircut? <laughs> I, write, I go, I go, I got to write this haircut off, so I got to run some stuff. <laughs> you fucking Ubers and nuts, dude. <laughs> so I was on the subway the yeah. other day. <laughs> New York is haircut. Haircuts are weird. <laughs> the um, So when people go, okay, who's crazier, guys or girls? The difference is that... The craziest guys right now are in jail, uh-huh. and the craziest girls are on a date right now convincing someone that they aren't crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I swear. So like you Google their name, you go, that was, like, they're explaining basically away, like, stories. They go, so I have a kind of a past, but then they're, like, just explaining it. They go, exactly. They're giving all the reasons for it. They go, they, they, you, they, you can't tell with girls if they're crazy or not. They're sort of like the Jews of crazy people. You go, is that one? <laughs> I, <laughs> I can't tell. That's a th- so girl. The girl are, with that hat on is that one or is that just fashion? Well, they're the tassels. It's like somehow certain Jews are walking around with the tassels, and you go, okay, that's for sure one. That's like if a girl's walking around with like the cuts on her arm. That's like the tassels of crazy. Yeah, that oh, <laughs> that, oh yeah. You go that's, okay, that one for sure. Maybe one shoe off. <laughs> you go okay, that one. 
Why is it that cutting is like a pretty exclusively female thing? Well, girls, the same thing, the same reason why girls can give birth. Like, why has no guy ever been like, yeah, I guess. Why has no guy ever been like, well, because if a guy wants to commit suicide, he does it. But you know, but tons of (laughs) girls are not cutting for suicide purposes. They're cutting for like, just all right. There was that emo like, I I think most of it, it's like most of it's not suicide. I just want to feel the pain or just like be like, Hey, I'm a cutter. Like, you know, they're like like angsty teenagers, but it's like, why is that just an exclusive? Never got the cutting thing. And, and you're right. Cause it is this thing where it's like, okay, so you go, was that a suicide attempt? They go, no. And you go, why am I supposed to care that like you have? It's like a you your fetish like like you did yourself a, did, like did a cat get at you or something? And like, <laughs> it is sort of a thing where it's like I cut myself and you go why? It's like I like to feel pain. I go you go sort of like an extreme sports. I guess person. is, is jujitsu the equivalent? Yeah, <laughs> is is it like cutting for girls and guys do jujitsu? Men are so depressed they go do jujitsu <laughs> and just get put in a head. Just get their ears cauliflowered. Like cauliflowered <laughs> ears is the fucking cut marks for guys. <laughs> What happened to your ears? I was going through some shit. Um, so, quick shout out to some of the new 20 buck patrons. One guy goes by McGruber and pretty funny names on there. One guy I'm answering one of his questions this week, but he has a uh, based ghost Fauci. <laughs> Tim Hubbard, uh, James Reynolds. And right now we got like 60 episodes up about there. And before we even go any further, um, you guys might not know this, but Daniel... Uh, I did want to say congratulations because Danny um, is doing all of the voices in a new TV show uh, called Q Force. I, I didn't want to tell you this. You didn't want to I didn't, I didn't it, want but... this to be. Uh... Give you a little sample of the trailer for it's, Danny's It's a QAnon based. Um, it's like a <laughs> QAnon based cartoon where every character is in QAnon. Q Force coming out on Netflix. Ladies and gentlemen, per- we'll premiered here the original trailer. And Danny, congratulations, dude. Thank hey, you. Twink. Oh, hey, girl. That's my job, daddy. <laughs> right? Q-Force. We're the first queer agents in the field ever. <laughs> the Danny Polishuk story. <laughs> That's called an entrance, by the way. <laughs> that was no, That's I, great called, work there. That's called an entrance, by the way. Gay heroes. Gary Cole. Daniel Polishuk. <laughs> that's actually funny i watched that was it. an ad lib danny did. i know i actually watched i go oh, okay that was funny <laughs> that was an ad lib this danny summer did. they're going from zero to queero <laughs> i actually pitched them that as the for the narrator and they go ah it's a little and you much. go can i still do my can, butthole can, clip yeah can i do the butthole thing i go can we do the zero to queero thing and they go i don't know danny's a method actor too he's been blowing dudes oh, all week yeah <laughs> <laughs> he shows up. I, I literally been hanging out in bathhouses. People are like, "What does this have to do with this cartoon?" <laughs> Research. I want to tell you, it's more of the cartoon. I have an audition next week. <laughs> he's just auditioning for the cartoon. He's fucking voice blowing dudes right in the voice. Audition. Yeah, you show up for the audition. You got your boyfriend. You got your two twinks. You're on a leash. They go, "What's going on?" It's like I take this very seriously. Only guy to come into a voice audition walking funny. <laughs> <laughs> not even on video and just like oh and you're uh, you're like in the window of the bathhouse looking you're like what are you a gay spy obviously yeah, i've been you uh, the director the the male director you go into his house and you sneak into his house and then like look at you're like watching him piss and he catches you and you go is that gay spy enough for you <laughs> 
You got the fucking dick. There was some pretty fucking good ones on the internet. I'm not going to go through, but neuro queer is another good term because. Neuro queer? Yeah, neuro queer. So, oh, neuro queer. Neuro queer. Well, I, I like all the terms where. That's it, what they call autistic people. They're like neuro. Neurodivergent. Neurodivergent. Well, yeah. I, so I didn't look into this. So I. I for I've been hearing neurodivergent for a while, and I've been seeing all the people being like neuro. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Neuro queer is a new one where you're like a queer ADHD, ADHD or autistic. So you're like or whatever. autistic and gay. Yeah, yeah, autistic. Or, well, I think all autistic not- people are gay, but uh. gay. <laughs> yeah, but so people have this this stuff, but it doesn't sound like I just they're just like giving high school kids good fun new insults. Like I got a fucking neuro queer dude. <laughs> Like you literally saying they're like retarded queer, yeah, basically. Yeah, like that's like that's like a, they just PC'd up like you fucking retard queer from like twenty years ago, and now they're the like, neuroqueer. Oh, he's a neurodivergent queer. Yeah, yeah. neuroqueer is good, but I didn't realize what neurodivergent was, and I looked it up. Neurodivergency is a concept that's been around for a while. I don't think so, but in a nutshell, it means brain differences and all that. So differences like ADHD and autism aren't abnormal. They're simply variations of the human brain. And so you may not know this, or maybe you do know this, but when I was young... You were a queer? (laughs) Every one of my teachers tried to get me to... Every single one of my teachers tried to get me um, diagnosed with queerness. I go, oh, I'm here because I'm ADHD. And they go, what? <laughs> Did you see this? Just sorry to cut you off because I saw this on uh, Twitter the other day. Somebody posted this. And this is a New York Times article from November 22nd, 1964. Look at this headline. F- I, I saw Did that. Did you see actually. that? Uh, actual headline. 5.6 million of us are mentally retarded. Uh, and... <laughs> Or you can call it and, uh, Delaware. Oh. And it was the author was also mentally retarded. Tough read. Tough read. Tough read. <laughs> it really goes downhill after that headline. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm neurodivergent then. Yeah. Because I remember, so I went, you know, they, I did the gifted test, passed, but the ADHD thing, they tried to put me in there too. I had nine teachers in a row to the point where, well, they want you to go. Well, they different- were just, you're probably fucking such a troublemaker where they're like, there's got to exactly. be, but because but you were doing well. So there's like, there's got to be something going on here. Well, I'm going to, I think people need to, you know, I'm going to start all the campaigns now, you know, love Trump's neurodivergent hate. <laughs> and basically, so I'm allowed to say all this stuff now because yeah, I was diagnosed. You're Dude, literally uh, like disabled. I'm not. <laughs> Yeah, you, you have a disability. I yeah. want to go on all the shows and be like, I've been able to become a sexist podcaster. Yeah, you know. <laughs> despite my neurodivergence. Yeah, you, you literally beat all the odds, Ryan. <laughs> Dude, I, I I would say. Remember, like the Canadian Heritage moment. You're gonna. That should get, be me. You're gonna get one of my neurodivergency. <laughs> it's like you as a child in class. He goes, Ryan's, and you're like your your parents. I'm spitballing like, like the, the parent teacher meeting, and they're, they're like, I don't know how to tell you this, but Ryan's neurodivergent, and you're just like off in the corner, just like smashing <laughs> windows. <laughs> know what I was doing? We're replacing the teacher's fucking DVDs with yeah. pornos yeah. or the VHS. But that was the big one for us, replacing with pornos. We had a whole bunch of fucking good bits. Jarek had the funniest bit where uh, probably one of the worst pranks of all time on on its core. But what he did was 
he used to pretend to fall over once a day and he just said that he couldn't stand his chair and the teacher's like I know you can't be fa falling and he goes I'm just not good at sitting in the chair and then <laughs> so he would I would the desk that are part of the desks and he was he used to do prat falls in that's, class that's funny and then we did a few where we get everyone in the class to p turn their desks around except for the goody two shoes so the teacher would come in and every single person would be facing the x-ray and then they'd come in and call my parents they go this guy is got neurodivergent yeah he's definitely neuro neurodivergent so as a member of the community uh i consider myself a representative of the community sort of like that young crip guy he's pretty funny dude who crip daddy yeah crip daddy yeah, yeah, yeah. don't hate me because i'm neurodivergent but more importantly this so this story right now i got knee deep into this based ben and jerry's yeah I don't know if you've... You think this is a base move by them? Well... This is a fucking bitch move by them. <laughs> it actually doesn't make any sense. The story is... I swear to God, I was three hours deep into Ben and Jerry's stuff. So Ben and Jerry started. We're going to take you through the Ben and Jerry. Ben's... We don't know who's involved. They're both Jews, right? Oh, yeah. Cohen? Yeah. You tell me. That's ben and Jerry's is going to end sale of our ice cream in the occupied Palestinian territory. Which is like... Based! Okay, but it's like, so Palestinians can't eat ice cream now? Well, it's because uh, but it's like until who, the Jews get their act together. But it's like what a crazy thing. Okay, so until the Jews Running get the Danny's act, he's an apologist. I'm not an apologist. I'm saying I'm not an apologist. I'm saying so. Ben and Jerry's was like, look, we support, we stand with the people of Palestine so much that you can't eat our ice cream anymore. Well, you're you're misinterpreting it. They're saying you're saying you're thinking that the reason they're selling not selling there is as a protest against what Israel's doing, right? Uh -huh. They were saying all the Jews in the West Bank or whatever were trying to haggle to. Too much <laughs> and it was hurting sales. five dollars a pint <laughs> they that's said, the price they, and they said until these jews no. can just accept what the prices are <laughs> yeah no more it wasn't a protest it was a protest from ben and jerry's against these jews not accepting and then the middle easterns aren't much better i give you four dollar yeah and they go so that yeah. was the situation and they were saying Dude, it's my least favorite part of like going to any like countries like that that have this like haggle culture yeah it's like you're like just give me the fucking price and they're like you're like hey can i get this like you know whatever they start at so high. chief, they go four thousand dollars. Like fuck <laughs> off! Just how much is this thing? You're like that was like Asia too, and like because they just love like it is a cultural thing where they like love to like it's like a game. they can't wait. It's like a game. Like all in the Middle East, like Asia, they go how much is this shirt? Eighty dollars. Go, I'll give you a dollar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you got to be like you got to get into this. I'll give you a dollar, and they're like okay, sixty dollars, like two dollars and like and then you walk away and they like like in bangkok you'd be like fuck off and you walk away and literally someone chasing you like down a mall to be like <laughs> okay 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 four dollars and you're like why do we have to do this just fucking sell it to me heckle culture fucking stinks oh it's annoying also they were saying the jews were getting too fat so that's why ben and jerry said they didn't want their people to be represented <laughs> because the israeli army they're very okay but so I, I got deep into this story because Ben and Jerry have been like out there. Oh, they've been they've been doing this. It's it, you know when you go back in history, you know those things where you know when they make a movie and you go back in history to all those photos and the guy was in the photo. Yeah. Ben and Jerry even inserted themselves in like every conflict. For, basically, Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump is the one I'm thinking yeah, of. Yeah. So they go, we believe it is inconsistent with our values for Ben and Jerry's ice cream to be sold in the occupied Palestinian territory. The company shared in a statement. And they said the Vermont-based ice cream uh, company Ben and Jerry's announced Monday that they will no longer sell ice cream in the West Bank. So out of the gate, I'm like, 
that shit's solved. That's a win for Israel right there. Well, why is it a win for Israel? Well, because you can still get ice cream in Israel for all the Jews. Oh, but they, but the, but they, Jews can't get Israel if they're in the bad area, I guess. Yeah, I guess what they're, but you're right. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense because they're, okay, so we're going to, first off, what a weirdly specific thing. So we're going to, we're going to penalize all the settlers, the Jewish settlers in the West Bank, but also penalize all the locals. Yeah, it makes zero sense. And it's, what you're like, okay, it's, putting an, it's like putting an, a, a, an embargo for, against the country. Also, fucking uh, the main ice cream in Israel because I've been there is, um, fuck, what is it? It's not. I'm gonna say uh, it's neither of those. Gold. It's not Hagen Dazs or it's uh, fuck. I can't remember what it's called, but it, it's like the European one. It's it's fuck. I can't remember what it's called, but that's the main ice cream there. They don't even. Yeah, well, the, so you're right. It does make zero sense. It's just like virtue signaling. And on top of that, the Israeli, there's like an Israeli Ben and Jerry's that's essentially their distributor, and they're not really affiliated. Like a different person owns the thing. And the people that are affiliated with them from Israel are like, no, we're going to keep selling it. So <laughs> so it's like complicated. So Ben and Jerry, and first of all, I don't know if you heard this, but Ben actually doesn't support this and jerry is like hates jews <laughs> yeah i don't know if that's true but yeah. i would love if like ben was like dude can we just sell ice cream and jerry's like we gotta fuck yeah it. can we just focus on the ice cream he goes no so they're solving everything so ben and jerry has a licensed factory in israel for more than three decades shipping ice cream from the factory to israeli sentiments in the settlements in the west bank and east east jerusalem ben and jerry received- oh, magnum that's what it's called yeah and the, the okay. condom company there you go. Make, they also make the biggest ice cream in Israel. Nice, dude. So, so people are boycotting boycotting this because they um, they work with Jews uh-huh. essentially. And Ben and Jerry's, I, I was sort of saying that bef- on its face, because they were getting all this criticism or whatever, right? And this is in a response to this. The first thing, the takeaway is you go before you get too deep into Ben and Jerry's. You go, isn't this a good like? You know when we're saying if you break the bed, you go, you know, a little bit of a wake-up call? Uh As a society, when you find yourself on Twitter yelling at an ice cream company, like, yo, you can't be supporting... you. You cannot be selling in Israel because of this thing. Ben and Jerry's needs to get Rocky Road out of there. Like that should be a little bit of a wake up call where you go. Did, am I too deep into this rabbit hole? <laughs> that's honestly, I've said it before, but that's, right? that's one of my favorite things when people are like, you know, their favorite thing they just like can't eat ever again because ever. because the company makes like just some one decision, like small decision that goes against your like core political values, like with the Coke or Pepsi thing. Well, it's go, all right. I guess yeah. we're fucking. I'm a Hagen family now. Thanks. Well, people on the right wing now are taking fucking Rocky Road and throwing in the garbage. Literally. And people on the, their before, fucking... people on left wing are doing it. So now yeah. they said, people, literally, yeah, everyone's I, burning ice cream. And like in the, co- I was like reading the Twitter comments for this stuff and then all these people are like, well, you just lost yourself a customer and then someone below that's like, well, don't worry because I'm going to be, yeah, because I'm going to be buying <laughs> double the amount of ice cream now and you're like, you can only, wait, you're just going to fucking like gain 80 pounds to fucking own some dude on Twitter? <laughs> Dude. First off, and uh, <laughs> the main thing I'd like to say is none of these people ever stick to this shit. Remember the, Goy- no. remember the Goya bean thing? Oh, my Everybody's God. Everybody's like, I'm never eating Goya beans. Ever. And then, like, you know, a month later, they're like, eh, whatever. Yeah. You, you forgot. I, I did my Remember grand- you were boycotting Goya beans? You go, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just do your grandstanding on Twitter, and then you just go back to eating your shitty beans. and stuff Really? And like- but that has to be a wake-up call where you go... Everyone's like, our society's not that crazy. And everyone's on Twitter arguing because Ben and Jerry. But, okay, so that was my first kind of take. But then when you dig a little deeper into it, which everyone doesn't know this, 
But when you actually dig a little deeper into it, Ben and Jerry are out there. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, They're, They've inserted themselves in... So they started their political career, Ben and Jerry. Um, in 2011, Ben and Jerry released a flavor called Shweaty Balls in homage to Saturday Night Live skit. And they received a protest from One Million Moms, a, the, a project of the conservative Christian group, American Family. That was like the good old days the of good cancel. Old days. That was the good old days of cancel culture. That yeah. was literally like right before cancel culture became like a no when it was just like literally like we could, all, we could all laugh at it because a bunch of like Christian moms were boycotting an ice cream because of the name. Because of sweaty balls. Sweaty balls. It was. This is when it was objectively funny. That was fu- the funny days where they're like, they didn't like rap music and like the name of ice creams. Yeah, they weren't calling you racist. They were like, we don't like your sweaty balls. It's bad for our kids. And everyone's totally. just like, shut up. Shut up. And you're like, <laughs> everybody kind of had a chuckle. And so the, Ben and Jerry's got a taste of, you know, owning Christians with their thing. Right. Yeah. And they were, and they probably stole, you know, they kind of put them on the map. They're the sweaty balls ice cream. So then they started dipping their toe in more. Their controversy in 2006, after the company released a flavor of ice cream called black and tan, it had named it after the alcoholic drink. Um, but but the black and tan was also a paramilitary force in British World War One. Oh my god! Veterans recruited during the Irish Revolution, so <laughs> the Irish Republican movement was offended from the historical association of the title. So at this point, you kind of are on their side where you go, these guys can't catch a break. No, they're just trying also to- when you like you know when you're like you can't. It's hard to take it seriously when like. Just the Irish are offended, and you're like, oh, Irish Republicans are offended. Yeah, you go, okay, huh? this is getting right. pretty niche. But this is how, this is what happened. It's what we were talking about last week, where they started out by being like making funny stuff and then like stuffy conservatives <laughs> getting mad. And then before you know it, they're like, they're, they're like activists. You know what yeah. I mean? Now, so they, so then next what happens is after that, they go in, in late April 2004, Ben and Jerry signed on to fight for the reef campaign. So they started out with sweaty balls. Yeah. Then they're like black and tan. And then, you know, by 2014, now they're getting a little more political. They've got the save the reef ice cream. So they're getting out there being like save the Great Barrier Reef. And then all the all the other people. Now they started to look a little sillier because the people started being like, first of all, they were exaggerating the effects of all this stuff. And then the environmental minister, Andrew Powell, goes, the only people taking a scoop out of the reef is Ben and, oh. ben and Jerry's and Unilever. <laughs> Got him! <laughs> Got him! Well, because Unilever is like a big uh, big company, right? Yeah. So they're like, shut up. You guys are polluting as much as anyone else. In February 2006, Ben and Jerry creator Ben Cohen. So this is when they really started diving in. 2016, as you would have imagined, that's when they got really into. So their first flavor, this is when they got in naming the flavors to get uh, to get controversy. They called it Bernie's Yearning in support of Bernie Sanders' run. <laughs> so if you really like, if you like Bernie Sanders, now you're getting into Bernie's Yearning. The flavor consisted of plain mint ice cream. The chocolate discs represent the huge majority of economic gains that have gone to the top. Of Fuck the off. <laughs> These like these like strategy sessions where they're like, all right, so how do we turn fucking mint chocolate chip ice cream <laughs> fight into like something power. significant? How to fight the power? So they said the fucking. You go. The, what if the chocolate chips represent all the poor people on welfare? Yeah, and the mint chocolate. It's like it's chocolate chip for every comrade yeah, fallen. Yeah. <laughs> This is Lucky Charms, and we just want to say that every second charm is for the marginalized communities of uh, Abu Dhabi. Yeah, and every Irish person who died in the Great Famine, the Great Potato Famine, we uh, yeah, right? we're thinking of you. So this is, 
it, it, it's such a like little good microcosm of the world. In fucking 2011, Ben and Jerry go sweaty balls ice cream. Everyone's funny. <laughs> Christian moms get mad. 2016, they have Bernie. They have Bernie's yearning and chocolate discs represent inequality. <laughs> This is like in a six year span, right? Like the thing too is like you know chocolate discs probably they, they narrowed it down to five things it could mean that it was gonna be the official thing. Yeah. And they go, let's go with inequality. Okay, so inequality on the chocolate dips. Then so that wasn't enough for them. In 2016, the co-founders, uh, Cohen and Greenfield, were both arrested at the Democracy Awakening protest. So now they're in the U.S. Capitol steps. So Ben and Jerry uh, got arrested. They do everything together, yeah. too, by the way. <laughs> do you think that Jerry—I I love the idea that Jerry really didn't want to come. Jerry's like, I don't— yeah. go, Like, we- Jerry Lee basically became, like, a gajillionaire, and he just became, like, conservative, but he's like— Yeah, yeah. Well, the, they have to be there with the protest signs being like— like, you know, Bernie's yearning. <laughs> yeah. So, and they're getting, they're doing the Amy Schumer where they're trying to get arrested and for publicity for, so they can be in the thing. Like, I'm for the people. Totally. With my fucking ice cream conglomerate. <laughs> the, also, when they talk about the 1%, like, these guys got to have some fucking coin. Uh, yeah. They're in the 1% of the 1%. So in 2021, this is where it gets weird. Ben stormed the Capitol. And... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but ben, so that's where things took a turn. I wonder ben what happened to the, the dude from Mr. Show. Uh, what? Remember the guy from Mr. Show who got busted oh, storming yeah, the Capitol? We, we don't know. Never heard about him. But they go. So that's when. Then they got arrested. Then in 2017, 2017, they announced that they would serve two scoops of the same ice cream flavor in Australia due to the refusal of the Australian government to legitimize same-sex marriage. So basically, they said. Um, they're going to do two scoops instead of one scoop for same sex. <laughs> you know what this is sounding like? Is that ice cream is like, there's just only so many flavors and iterations, and they just ran out. Yeah, you Like, they ran out of new ice cream, so they're like, what else do we do? Well, yeah, so the legalized same-sex marriage, they're denying... Uh, <laughs> So denying their ice cream solves, but the bottom line is denying ice cream solves the world's problems. <laughs> the best would be if, like, fucking... Uh, Hagen Dazs was like had a criminalized same sex marriage campaign. <laughs> the blue lives matter. Like they're literally like yeah, like a blue lives matter flavor, like blue ice cream. Like I just like you know they they refuse to mix like vanilla and chocolate swirl. <laughs> like they're like they're like a really like aggressive, really fucking like conservative. Like not even conservative. Just, I would love Hagen Dazs yeah, to go like, full the other yeah, way. Yeah, it's just like right wing, just like <laughs> intense. Yeah, Hagen does goes uh, <laughs> to the two two. You know, it's a it's like you know they have net metropolitan, but it's metropolitan with only two things because there's two genders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and then so this is and also it's funny like the idea that they're so involved in all this stuff, right? Like they're going, hey, there's you know we can't get these gay people to get married. And there's like there's only two people that can solve this. <laughs> Like they're the Democrats, like when they really need to call in the big guns, like in House of Cards, yeah. they really like they, they're this one. Like we don't want to have to do this, we don't want to abuse this, but they have to call up Ben and Jerry, being like, "We're gonna need you to make an ice cream flavor for this <laughs> fucking thing." That's the only way they can support you. That's the only way we can get out of this. So, 2018, they announced their new limited flavor called Pecan Resist. <laughs> so, by 2018, they're really is that some sort of play on words that I'm missing? 
Um, we, it was, we well, can resist. Pecan. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, but it's so ridiculous because they're <laughs> having to like basically good. like. I, I wonder if they're making the ice cream and then like reverse engineering the name, or like someone's <laughs> like sure. someone's like it tastes better with peanuts. And you go, yeah, but it doesn't. I think pe- they just peanut resist. Them. Like peanut resist doesn't make any sense. What does that mean? <laughs> I think they put just, pecans in it. Yeah, so pecan resist was introduced as a part of an, the opposition campaign against Donald Trump. I fucking love. These Shouldn't guys, it be pecan overcome? He can't overcome. He can overcome. Or like uh, pecans in the bathroom. <laughs> Don't you have to kind of respect these guys? So 2018, everyone's like Trump, and they're just like, you know, or orange man bad, and it's like orange sherbet. <laughs> they're fucking. So they, or no, it's orange man bad, and it's just sherbet, but there's no orange yeah, sherbet. But it tastes like shit. So pecan resist was against Donald Trump. So they're really getting into it by 2018. 2020, Ben and Jerry's attracted criticism for British commentators for defending um, channel crossings of migrants in France, which, so now they, they made another flavor, I guess, for, uh, to say that they need more migrants. The, and then people were kind of pushing back against them because basically they were saying that they were hypocrites due to their own practices in relation to workers' rights and pay, and also that they were hiring illegal immigrants. So basically, Ben and Jerry <laughs> were like running their ice cream sweatshops, Uh-oh. paying the people like minimum wage. And then they're like, you know, you need to. Yeah, yeah, they're just goes, like, That's not the point. He goes, Isn't Trump bad? Yeah, yeah. Ben got the fucking. They have they have, they're whipping people in the factory. <laughs> yeah. Jer- and Jerry's on like the top floor doing a speech about how we need to resist Trump with our new flavor. <laughs> so now, and then finally, um, anti hazing activists. So now they're oh, this is 2014. So this is the last one I'll say. This is back when they were cool. Before they did hazed and confused. <laughs> they were like frat boys before they did hazed and confused, yeah. which had been released earlier. And the concern. Uh, which it could be re- perceived as belittling, hazing, and hazing and bullying victims. So b- before they did hazed and confused, which was supporting, you know, you got to run around naked and do keg stands, p- and then they were doing fucking D's nuts ice cream, <laughs> and then now they're doing fucking, you know, Capital Riot they should be in jail. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Like cap- they do a cap- like Hagen does a capital like an insurrection ice cream, insurrectionist ice cream, Hagen does. <laughs> the stolen election yeah the, <laughs> know what it is it's a it's an empty thing of ice cream to represent the ice cream was stolen just like the election <laughs> it's just an empty tub of ice cream an empty tub. I, all your money goes to like some fucking law legal fund to bail everybody out 100 <laughs> percent so, of the proceeds <laughs> anyways these guys are <clears throat> these guys kind of make me laugh i got fucking deep into that the other day Hey, what do you think about, we'll only talk about this for a second, but what do you think about the Amazon rockets and like all the, the billionaires doing rocket stuff? I don't know. They're fucking, I mean, it's weird that they all kind of simultaneously seem to like, it is really like this just rich guy space race thing, like mm-hmm. like just pissing competition. I'm sure it's not going to be like a bad thing. No, I don't think it is either. Like, I think there'll be some, there'll definitely be a benefit. Like all the stuff Elon Musk is doing, like he has this, you know, he has that goal of like basically um, wanting to do where you can travel, like, um, like it'll just be commercial travel, but basically you go straight up into the atmosphere and you go across. So you'll be able to go to like New York to Tokyo in yeah. like two hours because you go into the atmosphere and then across and then down. So like, it's all, I think a lot of this is in preparation for that kind of stuff. I think it's fine. I don't it's know. It's going to be good for that. It's going to be it's good their for money. Um, it's like, I don't know. No, but then on top of that, it'll be good. Like if, you know, getting internet everywhere and all that stuff. But yeah. I think it's one to me. It was like when people are talking about this, people can only th- see things in their binaries right now. Right. Where it's like, you look at what Bezos is doing and then they go, 
well, what about poverty? And what would they talk? And you go, it really is. <clears throat> both of those things can be true. Like there is, I legitimately do agree that they're they're not taxing these prices properly. Mm-hmm. And Bezos, they do all these shady things that other companies don't do where they go, fine, we'll do this in Ireland. Yeah. And the way that Mac goes, you know what? Well, when you buy a computer, we only really made 5% of it here because we bought the chip there. Yeah. Well, and we Trump, the changed thing here. Trump changed they're that. Trump changed that. So they repatriated a lot of that so money. They are trying to, but it's still not doing that good of a job. Because, and the reason for that is the same reason with the wealth wealth tax stuff, right? The You know, we, we you've... You know those guys. They're like the wealth, like protection industry, uh-huh. is the smartest people in the world. They're all making millions and millions of dollars at the well, top. Also, right? they fucking like you know all the tax codes are written by these like you know these people who are their accountants essentially. Well, who like leave the public some of, service. And so, then... Some of it's that, and that so that's what they want. Yeah, like ideally, the same reason why. Okay, the best hackers, like you know when we watch like Penelope at fucking SV, S- Colonel Mines. Yeah. She used to be a pr- criminal hacker, mm-hmm. went to jail, and they essentially said, okay, we'll let you out of jail if you come work for the FBI, right? Yeah. That is the real only way you can get these people. Because if someone's making $5 million, why on earth would they come work for the government for two fifty three at the high end? Of course. So you have literal government employees trying to outsmart some of the most brilliant people that ever lived, and it's very difficult. Yeah. So honestly, you... You the same way mobsters like you you need well like, but also you need informants almost but it's not even like trying to outsmart them you it's are like, it's, trying to outsmart them no but it's like a lot of the people the whole thing is you go you work in like the public sector and then like your big payday is when you leave <laughs> and then all these private companies want to hire you oh I didn't even think of it that no, way no, no, as no. well <laughs> yeah. It's like a politician, right? It's like well, it's both. People, There's both of those. People get happening. into politics. Not. I'm not saying everybody gets them, but, but they, they don't have into, anyone going the other way. No, they don't. No, no, no. Very rare. Because why would you want to do that? That's like, what I'm saying. So, yeah, yeah. so it's it's one of those things where when all these you know politicians that are say all this, you know, oh, we'll just tax more and do this, and oh, we'll just steal this guy's money and that'll solve the problem. It's like it, all little. The only person you could tax is middle people because you ain't getting their fucking money unless you can outsmart them. So yeah. it's. It is also hard. The, I, the one thing I didn't realize, but which, that doesn't make going to space bad. It's they're too, they're yeah. kind of mutually exclusive. The, I didn't realize like the reason why these guys, none of these guys, pay taxes or whatever, like the big guys, is because they never actually sell their shares. They just take out loans against. <laughs> you didn't them. realize that? I didn't know they took out loans against their shares. And oh then, yeah, so that they, they never have like a capital gains. They just never. Have, like, they have an interest expense. It's it's a brilliant, it's crazy, and then they go and they'll go to a different bank and borrow money against that, and then like. Anytime they need capital, they just get capital, and they never actually make a dollar. Yeah, well, they never sell their shares. It's like so they, everything they just buy on credit, and they yeah. never took an income. So it, it's it's a well, bit- it's like if you're a bank, you're like, yeah, of course I'll give Elon Musk a five hundred million dollar loan, whatever you want. against like ten billion dollar shares, ten billion dollars yeah. worth of shares of Tesla. You're like, that's a safe bet. They get their couple percent of interest, and he just pays like you know. Basically, not, he has an ex, he has a liability now. Essentially, agreed. Yeah, yeah. Well, before we move on, just want to tell you about our new sponsor. Uh, yeah, there we go. We have oh, cuts clothing knocked over fucking based Al Bundy. No, cuck Al Bundy. Oh, no. <laughs> cuck Al Bundy. Yeah, yeah. 
And Cuts Clothing, they sent us a bunch of these shirts. Whether you're hustling for a promotion, working on your golf swing, or chilling with friends, they did not fit Danny because they didn't have quadruple XL. <laughs> they fit snug. They fit snug on Daniel and his mom. Uh, both, what they did was they cut it out, and they were able to have one one on the, the just, uh, Danny's mom basically had it just covering her tits, w- like a halter. <laughs> I will tell you, though, with the working on the golf swing thing, though, that is... Danny actually does. Guys like me. <laughs> no, no. Danny comes in <laughs> and you walk into his room and he's putting into a cup. Into the cup. And he doesn't look up. He goes, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> no, I go, just, just one second. Just one second. Just one second. So yeah, all that stuff. Cuts clothing will keep you feeling good and looking sharp. Sharp To mark five years of creating clothing that can be dressed up or down for anything. So that's the whole idea of this company is they're like nice shirts, but they also, you could wear them out. Cuts is having a month-long anniversary celebration. Uh, so you can wear them when you're out, if Danny was out uh, just at the brothel, but you could also wear it if you were at crashing a wedding that you weren't invited to um, because you wanted to tell them that two men getting married is not <laughs> not something. Ha- if you work for, if you work for Hagen Dawes and you're like, hey, yeah, not cool. Hagen the Dawes. Five, Not cool. Five years ago, the founder, uh, Steve Borelli, set out to create clothes on for every occasion, the modern face of men. GQ magazine cl- called the classic PYCA Pro Tri-Blend T the only shirt worth wearing. So GQ messes with this company hard. Or try the wrinkle-free PYCA Pika polo and designs that keep you fitted for the office or the golf course, or even your next hot date. So this month marks the cut's fifth anniversary, and they're doing it big with two collection drops, a product launch, and a week-long special event. Join the celebration and get 15% off site-wide by going to cutsclothing.com slash boyscast. That's cutsclothing.com slash boyscast for 15% off and access to anniversary events all month long. Yay! Yay! So you know how there's that those segments about uh, there'll be like Twitter accounts where it's uh, journalists taking L's and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. So I thought a funny segment is girls taking L's, and uh, there was so this article was making me laugh, and it's kind of a good in, good indication of your modern women problems. So it goes, I left my husband because the sex was boring. Now I'm having the same problem with my new partner. When I met a new guy, it was great for a while. But I have a huge sex drive, and I feel like I'm making all the effort. What can I do? And the obvious answer is, have you met Daniel? (laughs) 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 Well, if she met Daniel Polishuk, she'd be writing an article. Uh, Help, my vagina's raw again. (laughs) Help, my vagina is What's a good, fashionable mobility scooter? (laughs) (laughs) So... It was so funny though because it's like this type of girl. Have you ever have you ever dated a girl that just like nonstop wants sex? Uh-huh. Oh, you know the other thing I was saying is like you know must how be, must uh, be hard for her. ED like more men have ED. Yeah, I like the idea of saying do more men have ED or have women just gotten grosser? <laughs> <laughs> like the idea is that like is it a coincidence that like girls started dressing like feminists and got grosser and then all men are having trouble <laughs> getting it up? Is that really a coincidence? I think we should do a study on that. I think this is the problem with like, if I was to give real advice, it's like, I've said this before where it's like a lot of times girls want more sex, right? Because with a guy, you're just like, ah, it's the same thing over and over again. And it's like, eventually in a relationship, you sort of turn your sex drive down because otherwise you're just going to want to fucking cheat all the time. If anything, to get through the day, if you're fucking in a monogamous relationship, you need to just turn it down a little bit. Yeah. 
Because you can't, you can't be three months in still being like, haba, haba, about your wife. <laughs> well, so some you people be, are. No, they're not. No, they're not. So you need to get into a state where you're like sort of a little bit finding a way to be, okay, you know, you, you sort of just don't think about sex as much. So you're, or else you're just like constantly, Wah. and even this guy, that's what they said. They go, I found out by accident that he watches porn when I'm not home. I wouldn't mind were it not the fact our sex life is so dull. So I think one of the worst things that you could have in, in life is a girl that's like trying to have sex nonstop. But if you are a girl that wants to have sex nonstop, you go, what are we getting in between? The problem is it's, you know, how girls don't, they don't like, you know, how girls are worth it negotiating than men. Yeah. A lot of times it's not that they're worse in negotiating. It's just that they avoid negotiating at all costs. Mm-hmm. And I get the idea of that. Even as a man being like, okay, let's say, I'm like, I want you to come to this thing. And she's like, I don't really want to go. What, what are you going to do? And you go, you know what? Just don't come then. Like, I, I get the idea of not like bargaining for something you want. Just be like, yeah, forget it then. But she's kind of like, I want all this stuff. It's like, okay, if I'm dating a girl and she wants sex all the time, right? And if I feel like I'm paying for more stuff and this, and then on top of that, like I'm, I, she, like I go to bed and I'm tired and she's like, come on, like pre- pleasure me. Uh-huh. And you know, with a girl like this, it's not just like, Give yeah, me a quick a, one. Yeah, no quickies. It's so like go, it's like a forty-five minute. So what are you doing for that? Yeah. If you're, it's all about the thing is she want like in a relationship things have to be somewhat equal. But she's saying, well, this should just be expected as not part of the like equality package. So if we go, okay, what am I? I'm paying for more stuff. I'm doing this. Maybe you clean this, and we're kind of even. You want sex more, so I'll have sex when I don't want to. She's like, no, that doesn't count as like a point for me. Yeah. Like yeah, well, don't, yeah, they don't want that to count for like a point of something. But you go, if you're like this nymphomaniac and a girl, because a guy is way more, you know, if you really want to get the guy in, like bring more girls into the equation, let him mm-hmm. fuck other girls. You watch him get fucking into it real I, quick. You know what? Actually, you just watch gotta, him get hyped up. You got to fight the right guy, obviously, because there's a comic we know. I I'm probably, well, whatever. I'm not, I'm not saying there's not none. No, no, but like a comic we know who you would not expect it. Uh, Nymphomaniac. Can I say it? Hillis? No, no, no. Oh. Kirk. <laughs> oh, he just loves that. I was talking to him and he was like, he was talking to him like about um, like some girl he's dating and he literally is like, yeah, he's like, when I'm in a relationship twice a day. Yeah, Every but, day. I'm, yeah, like, he's twice, only, I'm like twice. He's, he's lying like his, though because he's only been in relationships. Like, I ask him if he was like that with his wife. He was. No, no. He's, I was. Really? I, go, I go, you were like this with your wife. He goes, yeah. He's like, <laughs> he's like, dude, he's like, I need it twice a day. I'm like, every day? He's like, yeah. That's I'm like, dude, crabby. that's fucking insane. <laughs> so it's like, and he's like in his 40s. So I'm you like, need that. You need he that. He wasn't at the time, but yeah. Yeah, or whatever. But no, he's saying even now, he's like, because he, he's like seeing some girl. Or well, he's always in new things though now. Yeah, yeah, so but even still. But he, no, I get that. He, he's just like, he's months. like, I'm a two a day kind of guy. Well, your average person is what she's saying. Yeah. It was two a day. She was getting her two a days <laughs> for the be- first few months. And then by the end, mm-hmm. the guy's like, ugh. You know, yeah. six months in, she goes, you going to sleep. She goes, you want to fucking you. And then, so I think if you are a girl that's like that, you go need to be like, okay, maybe, you know what? Maybe I'll do, I'll make this guy fucking dinner. I'll do this. Like I would, if I feel like I'm being like, uh, served in other areas, I'm fine. I'm so much more likely to go. All right. And once you're having sex, you like it, but it's the starting it. It's like, you're about to go sleep. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, gotta, I mean, it's like the it's the classic thing that used to be the other way, where it was guys like want to have sex and the girls like I'm not in the mood. Yeah, and sometimes but it's not, I'm not even mood. not in the mood. It's just like I mean, yeah, it is whatever. It kind of is. You're like for, oh, for me oh, that for girls fall, it is. For asleep. me it's not. For me I'm not. I don't have to be in the mood. I'm just kind of like, ugh. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like it's it's 
it's not you're not in the mood. It's just like a pain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, but if you, if like I said, if you bring someone new in, watch the literally Al Bundy. Al, can we have sex? He's like, no peg. (laughs) Well, listen to the fucking. But also the fact that she's saying this is now back to back. You're like, okay, so there's a trend here. You want sex more than guys, and what do you need for that? Yeah, but also like you need Be to the go perfect for, girlfriend. You need to go to like a kink party or something. Like you, you need know to what else you need to do is date a guy that's like way below you. Oh, yeah. That's the other thing I'm saying. It's like if you date someone that's like if you're a hot girl and you <coughs> if she's like medium and she dates like a gross guy, lo and behold, that yeah. guy's gonna want to fuck her more too. Also, here's a big one: is go find a guy who's a virgin. Like go find like a 30 year old virgin. Yeah, well, that, guy's that guy is gonna down. fucking give it to you. Like. You're going to be like, okay, Even this then, is over though, the top. You're forgetting though, but after six months, that guy's been training to not have sex for his whole life. So after six months- He hasn't months, been training for- No, I'm talking about a guy who's like, wants to have sex, but just like- Well, listen to the insane advice this girl. This, <laughs> this, this is the reason I brought this up. So obviously that's a funny problem, but then this is what the advice that these fucking women are giving in these advice columns. She goes, partners have to trust each other. And how they like to be pleasured. Everyone is different, so you must be specific in explaining, even showing your needs to your new partner. Um, If you always let him get away with being selfish, why would he even bother trying harder to please you? He cannot read your mind any more than your ex-husband could. (laughs) No. Her advice was, you didn't nag him enough about how to eat you out properly. Yeah. Isn't this crazy? give Give him a little booklet that he could read, like some homework. Go, just read up on this, watch some videos, and this we'll is what reconvene. She this girl's like, oh, my husband, my guys don't want to have sex with enough with me because they're trying to build their careers and they're worried about life. And I'm sort of just like sitting at home, spending their money. And then when I when he comes home, I would like to be pleasured also because that's the only enjoyment I have in my life. <laughs> and then she goes, have you considered writing him a diagram of how to eat you out? <laughs> I mean, look. Just Nuts, like, right? Well, this is what's good. The realistic thing that's going to happen here is you go, okay, you're going to dump this guy. You're going to find another guy, same thing. You're going to dump that guy. And then you're going to find another guy, same thing. And you go, okay, this sing- is just, so it, just be this single. is what it is, or I be single. Yeah, or you find a fucking. Uh, you but can't I'm, have your cake and but eat it. I'm too. Saying or you, you maybe find always, the guy who just wants to put it down twice sure, a day. Sure, but most of the time, someone's going to want it more than the other. Always. And my point is, the one who's going to do it wants it more. Most people, if you, like, say you want it more. And then you go do nice things and you fucking take care of stuff. They'll do it. Mm-hmm. So it's like you just have to fucking hold up your end of the bargain in other places. And then, you know, use sex as a, a fucking bargaining chip like anything else to make things even. Yeah. But she doesn't want it to be. And I think that's people's problem. They go, I don't want sex to be part of that. And you go, sorry, everything's part of that. Yeah. But speaking of sex. So there's like this. Do you have some? <laughs> sick. Speaking of sex. <laughs> Yeah, smell my mouth. <laughs> smells like jizz, dude. Speaking of sex, yeah, smell my ass. Smell my ass. Also, it's gonna like, smell like a dick. Also, smells like jizz. <laughs> it's gonna smell my forehead. It smells like jizz. You know, what come to think of it, this entire fucking studio smells like jizz. So there was this. I thought this was such like an interesting cultural fucking uh, turning point. But so basically, there's this porn star, Brandy Love, and she calls turning point. Uh, USA a religious cult after being banned from the event. Yeah. So it was kind of a big story. So basically, oh, I, saw I saw her on for a momentarily on Chrissy Mayer's <clears throat> live stream thing. Right. So I thought it was, it was such a, something that I felt like I've been predicting for a long time. And basically what I said was forever, the fucking, 
the right was all taking joiners because they're like, you can come over here. And they go, there was a few staunch people being like, just so you know, like that's not actually conservative. You know, mm-hmm. a few people holding down there like what well, we actually are. But most people were like, we we think that fucking there's all these cultural movements. We want them to join our thing yeah. so we can fight the common enemy of what we consider the, you know, left wing uh, crazy. I mean, people. they literally went from like, hey, these ice cream flavor names are bad to like porn's cool. And now they're yes. like, all right, maybe. We well, won't. now they got a little bit more power, yeah. a little bit, you know, I think the fucking left crazy themselves out. And now on top of that, things are a little calmer in the world a little bit right now than they were a year and a half ago. And anytime you see a little lull in, you know, there's not really a new, you know, whether it was like the vaccines, the riots, the, there's always something going on. Right. So it was very easy for like the, the the different factions of liberals and the different factions of conservatives to band together, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas now, things are a little calm, and as soon as things get calm, you see infighting. It's the same reason why, like, when a country's at war, you fucking, you, everyone's kind of together a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And then as soon as they aren't anymore, you you really see the people in the country start to fight. Sorry, yeah. And that's what's happening with this. It's like, these people were so clearly at war. If you're left wing, you go, we hate Trump. That's really what we hate. Mm-hmm. If you're fucking right wing, you were just like, we hate liberals. Really? Yeah. That's kind of what we, you know, these crazy. And then what happened in the last little bit is that fight got a little murky. And then you see all the different groups of liberals, like the Bernie people and the fucking, you know, the neoliberals, you would call them, yeah. the Democrats, basically. They're all f- fighting pretty hard. And that those fights, you know, you see J- Jimmy Dore fighting with like the Young Turks it's crazy guy. That Jimmy Dore like went from like this really like leftist dude. To well, he's a leftist dude. But he's like, he's kind of like, they. it seems like he's kind well, of moving. Well, no, I mean, that wouldn't be my interpretation. My interpretation would be the the... The like principled sort of leftist people always hated like the democratic establishment. Mm-hmm. They all get, they got tossed out to what would be called like the dirtbag left kind of thing, yeah, right? Yeah. But they always hated like so. I was watching this uh, documentary and it was uh, the United States of Amnesia about that guy uh, something Gore Gore Vidal. Do you know who that is Gore Vidal? Yeah, Gore Vidal. Yeah. And he was kind of like an OG, you know, leftist. So it was like about free speech, and then he was also about. Um, like the the democratic establishment just being as bad as anyone else he was like i used to be naive enough to think that uh, who was in who was the president mattered all that yeah. sort of stuff right like i guess you could say it's not left or right it's like red pilled and not red pilled is probably a good way to like separate these fucking people yeah but when you see like a jimmy door it does go to say you go jimmy door would probably agree with this porn star like so this porn star is kind of in a situation where she goes okay those liberals are fucking nuts you know what i mean uh-huh. Like, I don't know if you saw recently, like, another big one going on, and it's, like, the fucking Men's Health posted this article, but it's, like, uh, they posted, like, a pregnant non-binary emoji. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the pregnant... Right. Yeah, they're, they're coming out with the pregnant guy emoji. So, they, so the, the fucking, you know, the left establishment is pretty much, like, down with, here's a fucking man mm-hmm. with pregnant belly, and this is just to be, like, you should, you should be, like, perfectly... That's what it is, right? Yeah. And you... And it's sort of, like... So for someone like her, she's like, okay, so I'm not that. Yeah. She goes, okay, those people are fucking nuts. <laughs> of course. And she's like, maybe I like these people because they have a common enemy. So she'd probably agree more with like a Jimmy Dore person. He wouldn't care if she's porn, but she starts thinking, oh, maybe I'm a conservative. Yeah. And then at first, because she's like making fun of liberals, they go, look at, even she thinks this. And like, she's popular. So they're like, we can use this. Right. They're like, oh, she's like, people know who she is. 
they can use it for their like weaponize it and kind of get it weaponize the, it you know, they can weaponize it. it and then they're like oh they but then when it comes to actually like can we come to our event it's like well i mean no yeah you're like we're conservatives they're like we're like all christian conservatives yeah and i don't really think there's anything like to be honest like 40 of videos of you getting dp'd by like if I was, if it would be almost hypocritical of these conservatives mm. to be like, hey, we're for conservative values, we're for like God, we're for this, and like a, a porn star is going to come and be like, hey, I'm this, and you go, they're literally like, we don't like swearing. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, we're not even like cool with swearing. Like, yeah. you, you can't take the Lord's name in vain, and you're no. fucking doing like these crazy porn videos. So the only thing these people agreed on is that they hated these fucking crazy liberals. Mm-hmm. So, but then they, when they get, it's like these people, they go, uh, oh, don't we hate that? And then you, then they get together and they realize they hate each other too. They go, <laughs> oh yeah, we have nothing in common. Did she, um, banned, like, was she supposed to speak or was she just like not allowed to I think attend? she was going to speak. Yeah. Okay. And both sides now, cause she fucking put her, you know, she goes, I'm not going on. I'm not going to say that there's pregnant, uh, whatever dudes and all this stuff uh-huh. so they're basically the conservatives the christian conservatives and the other people are having like i don't want her i don't want her i don't want her and then there's like other right-wing people who go well we uh we need to take people like this because it helps our movement and then the other people well, we are like need soldiers we just need more we need soldiers we just need numbers and then the other people are like well if we take people like this then what what, what are we even what is what are we even conservative are we even conservative totally what, yeah we have to rethink exactly like what we even think yeah so it, it's a funny <laughs> It's, I mean, I wouldn't want to go to that dorky-ass fucking no, turning point event anyway. Yeah, it's the lamest thing ever. It's just like a bunch of dudes who come in 10 seconds and then Brandy Love. Porn star wants to... <laughs> it, it, but it's... Yeah, literally. Yeah. It's a weird... Like, po- imagine all those guys be like, Hey, hey Miss Love. <laughs> big, big fan of your work. You know who fucking always retweets my stuff? Eva LaVia. Do you know who that is? Yeah, she was on. She was also on the. Uh, oh, she that was her. Too. No, she, it was no. It was her. No, no. But uh, Chrissy Maris thing was Eva Lovia oh. and. Well, she she asked me to do her thing, but it was like kind of one of those times when I was like, I fucking Love. can't do any more press. But yeah, yeah. She like uh, she was smashing me. She was really happy with my quote where I go. The, a lot of people there's like cowboy lifestyles and people try to say that they need to normalize them, but it's like, no, you just weren't suited for this if you need it normalized. Mm-hmm. Like, if you sign up to be a cowboy and then you go, we should actually, you know. Yeah, yeah, So that I, I always talk about that, but I don't know if you remember back in the day when uh, when we first moved here and Kendra Sutherland was down to smash. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. She <laughs> was hitting me up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't fucking pursue it. No. Nah, I didn't really. Well, I couldn't, it wasn't really that guy, but... The it was is it is interesting though. Me and Danny were joking around a lot, saying that uh, it'd be funny. Like you go on a date with Kendra Sutherland, she's like, "Hey, do you mind uh, picking me up at work?" And she goes, "Oh, wh- wh- where is she?" Like, "Oh, just at my coworker Mandingo's house." <laughs> <laughs> she comes, she comes out the no. door, walking funny, yeah, and then she goes, go, "No, we're saying she go to your car, and then she has to put down one of those O's." <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's got to sit on the donut. Mandingo opens the door. You're like, oh, hey. Uh, hey, uh, my, Mr. Uh, Man, Mr. Dingo. Mr. Dingo, or is it Man Dingo? I, uh, my uh, date is, uh, is, is, is Kendra home? <laughs> just here to pick up Kendra. And he goes, yeah, she's just cleaning up. Yeah. <laughs> she's just, she just cleaning up, yeah. She <laughs> comes out. I'm mascara. Yeah. <laughs> she goes, yeah. And she's but she totally, mascara, totally normal. She goes, I just need like two minutes. She goes, yeah. Okay, uh, you gotta like make small she tries talk. To bring with, her work home. You gotta make him. small talk with Mandingo in the fucking <laughs> vestibule. <goes>, so, <laughs> I was work today. Uh, yeah, this is cool. What'd you guys get up to? <laughs> Actually, don't even tell me. 
<laughs> yeah, so you gotta get. It's, fucking... been, ra- it's been raining a lot. Just to make a small talk with New York dingo. rains too much, eh? Dingo. Hey, dingo. Is it man dingo or is that your real name? Is man dingo your real name? How'd you uh, get into how'd you how'd you settle on man dingo? How'd you pick that? Yeah, so I don't think uh <laughs> I don't think that would have worked, but there's the um I saw a, a Christian was one thing that was making me laugh, uh is that there when I was at Dundas Square filming this week. There was like Dundas, a Dundas Square, or sorry, uh, Times Square. There was a um, which I guess it won't be Dundas Square anymore. But there was a Christian guy, right? And he was. He what was do you like, think? What do you think it's going to be? Young and like it's going to be like what? Young and Black Lives Matter Square or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Young and Trans Lives Matter. Square. It's going to be like a really like fucking wordy thing too. It's gonna it be... probably will. Neurodivergent. I'm I'm hoping it'll be Young and Neurodivergent Lives Matter. Uh, young and LGBTQ plus whatever yeah. like every so there was this guy he's he's got like his megaphone right and he was doing sort of like a black israelite thing so do, that, do that megaphone act out danny's <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey. got me in the scope right now <laughs> if you're listening you, you might want to watch that so <clears throat> the funny part to me was he was talking about his you know He's in the square talking about, uh, you know, uh, that's my favorite yeah. thing that the black guy, the black comics do. They go, you know, my buddy's out there talking about, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. don't say uh, talking. He was talking about, and then he, so they say, talking about, he, this guy was yelling. He goes, I was a drug addict, this and that. And I found Lord. I went to jail 40 times and I found God. And it was like, kind of like a crusty looking white dude. And he was like, and you too can, you too can turn it around. I was a devil's man. Is he the I turned it guy? around. But we're saying like, it's funny. Cause he basically, he was like, I was, you know, doing heroin. And now I've turned it around to be a <laughs> raping. Lunatic. Yeah. Is he the dude who like, looks like he's hosting an open mic in Times Square? I like guess with the so. chairs? He didn't like, have oh, chairs. No. Oh, cause there's one right around Times Square where there's like, he sets up chairs. It looks like it's a, like he does like a church service, Yeah, but it also looks like a shitty open mic. Yeah. Yeah. There wasn't this guy. There was a few, there's a few different ones, but I just love the idea of that. He's sort of like, you two could get your life together. It's like, but you're not like a success story. You're like a raving <laughs> lunatic in Dundas. I mean, a success, literally like his success is just like not being in jail. <laughs> yeah. Which I guess for him is a success. But for anyone else walking by Times Square. But you're like, not Ty Lopez. You literally, the like, only people you're talking to are homeless people. He, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like the Ty Lopez for, of like crazy people in Times Square. That's the only people that you might get is like some guy about to do heroin. And he's like, yeah. you can be me one day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of doing heroin, I could upgrade to... To lunatic at fucking Times Square. Yeah, like he's like, you know, I read 40 pamphlets a day. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, you too can read 40 pamphlets a day. He's the homeless Ty Lopez. He's the homeless Ty Lopez. I read. <laughs> this is, he goes, I have, this is my subway pass. He goes, I have three different e-scooters, all <laughs> stolen. <laughs> Yeah, he's the Ty Lopez of uh, fucking. You know what's up? By the way, kind of fucking that I say that I've I've noticed this like maybe in the last like couple months because I keep. Do you ever see outside of your house like because you live in like that whatever weird area where all these like those weird dudes have like the city bikes? They all just have city bikes, but you know like they don't have city bike. They stole them. They stole them. So I I ride the city bikes, and so this is a thing I've like seen like maybe in the past couple of months where like people have figured this out, where they jimmy the fucking docks because when you leave your bike back, like it locks in, so it doesn't. So lock. they're basically so they're they're fucking with the docks so that you put your bike in and it doesn't lock. Yeah. 
And then, like, I guess you're, like, drunk and you just leave it and you go home and then they just, like, pull them out and now they have, like, a fucking bike. Yeah. Yeah, but, a lot, like, that's, like, uh, that's spreading around the fucking, <laughs> like, the, the bike-stealing community because they're, <laughs> like, I've noticed it so, like, I went to somewhere recently and, like, I went to a dock, there were two docks and there were the ones on the very end and both of them didn't work and then and there were the only two available so then I went to another one same thing the two on the end both of them didn't work interesting yeah yeah so it's so a little fucking racket going on of people stealing city bikes they're out there yeah yeah well our buddy Johnny has two scooters he got two different scooters stolen scooter life is a crazy life if you don't live in an elevator building. it's ridiculous yeah, that's I a- threw mine out because it was too small for me, and I just, I just fucking tossed it. And I, I didn't toss it; I just left it outside. Someone thought they stole it, but I just left it <laughs> jokes on them. Too. Yeah, I just put it out there. But the other thing that's coming with this, so just to wrap up with this, um, the you know the porn thing, which was to be expected. It is like such a weird time for all that stuff. I think people are all having like a rejigging of their identity because it is true when you go, who does the porn stars align more with? And you look at like. You know when I say, we think of like Barstool and fucking those guys that are the the Nelk boys or whatever like that would be considered not part of the you know the fucking it would be like the Barstool conservatives I guess yeah that's what they call yeah. them or whatever but it's like those are the people walking around with supermodels right mm-hmm. now like those guys are out there with like hey here's my fucking supermodel girlfriend and then you know if if you because it's all about like how do you convince fucking kids to be shit is like. You go, I want to be that. Yeah, you So you look, if you're telling some kid in college right now, he looks at those guys and they're like having fun, smoking hot chicks. And then you look at, you know, whoever the fucking left wing version is, you like, what, your girlfriend's trying to be a boy and she's got armpit hair? Totally. Like, and you're, you're com- just you're, like, you're, all you do is complain. All you do is complain and your chick's fat with fucking you, a buzz cut. You have no fun. Like, she, your life is literally about like, just not never having fun. <laughs> it's like you know what it is. They've become like the stuffed up kind of like Hell Christian yeah. people, where they're like, you know, it's wrong to have fun. Yeah, like they just went the other way. You it's know, cool to watch. To However, honest. following her removal from the event, the forty-eight-year-old took to social media condemn it, saying that the group is a Trojan horse for organized religion, and it was like, yeah, no shit, yeah, I Trojan mean, horse for organ Turning Point USA. It's like saying like the fucking. Churches like <laughs> wait a second wait here. a minute you yeah. guys are christian <laughs> you're at the service what <laughs> i told you this story before but the she, fucking she um, should she should like to fucking get back and then be like to just go videotape like a huge like crazy like gangbang video in the parking lot <laughs> oh, i'll show them I lo- I had that sketch idea I was trying to do about like the conservative Trojan horse where it was like Pone and Libs and then the one guy goes back with them and they're like, yeah, also you shouldn't have sex before marriage. And <laughs> everyone's like, when are we going to do yeah. the poning? Yeah. <laughs> Can we pound some Libs? You know, yeah, yeah, just after church. Yeah, that one guy at my at my university that convinced me to go to church, he was like, we the fucking guy Nick, me and my friends go, and he had a, he like talked weird and he rapped once and we used to always go, Hey man, what are you saying, bro? Want to come chill at my pastor's house, dude? <laughs> that, was, that was the rap we used to say, dude, because he called everyone bro and dude, man. <laughs> Which, but a lot, like yo, bro, bro, man, bro. Like it was yeah. enough that it, you know, became a thing. But anyways, he brought me. He goes, yo, just come get some food, dude. Oh yeah, you want to get food? I go, all right. He goes, just my boy's house. He goes, takes me to his boy's house. It's his pastor's house. Yeah. He drives us for twenty minutes. We go there, his pastor's house, and then there was four or five like. 12 year olds and he's like helping lead this like bible study group and the pastor's like okay can anyone uh, put their hand up when uh uh how old are you is this in university 20 
Dude, he brought me from the library at Guelph University. <laughs> we were studying. Me and this guy were studying. We had a fucking economics thing. Yeah. And we, like he was in my res or whatever. Yeah. And we were fucking studying. He goes, yo, you want to grab a bite? I go, oh, my boy's having people over. If you want to just come quick. And I go, Blah. and he goes, come on. It'll be like, it's a free meal. He kept saying it's a free meal. If you want to come quick. He goes, it's a free meal. And then before I know it, I'm sitting on this couch 20 minutes outside <laughs> the city. There's 12-year-olds around. So and funny. the the pastor is like, and does anyone know why Jesus did this and this? And then she's like, ooh, ooh, ooh. He's got his hand up. He's 20. These kids are 12. He's like a big. He's, he's like a big, big dog in them. That's a fucking <laughs> idiot. Yeah. I remember being like legitimately. I had to go to the bathroom. It's, it's, it's definitely like you basically got duped into like going to a timeshare yeah, but presentation, but like I, I did get duped into going to a timeshare <laughs> presentation. But the scary part was that there was downstairs was the bathroom. And when I went downstairs, this was before phones. And I really, really was like, yo, these people might skin me alive. Like, <laughs> dude, this, this feels like sketchy. You know, your religion has a PR problem when you're like the most wholesome people and you're like, it might kill me. I f- <laughs> <laughs> I felt sketched about it. Um, <laughs> this is I might be at risk here. I f- I'm telling you, buddy. Okay, just a quick break here again to talk about fume, the best way of quitting smoking and vaping naturally. I brought one of the fumes because I actually. I want to see it. I, see I told you I've been liking the fume. You liking the fume? Yeah. What's and you go, yo, do you even fume, bro? What's it like? It's take a puff, dude. It's not. It's no nicotine. So it has like stuff inside. I legitimately at first was kind of poo-pooing it. And then now I like it. Because I quit smoking, vaping, all that stuff. Completely out of the game. Helps with the hand-to-mouth habits. Nicotine craving, menthol craving, uh, quitting stress. Sort of fun just to dick around with. Head to breathefume.com. Check out the Quit Naturally pack. Make sure you let them know we sent them by using the code BOYS for 10% off. Canadian made in Calgary. Worldwide shipping is still fine. 30,000 plus customers served. Five-star rating. Head to breathefume.com. Check out the pack. And plus, if you have bad breath, I think this will help with that too. It could help with bad Honestly, breath. Honestly, if, if people tell you you got bad breath. Yeah. Make sure you check out breathefume.com. That's okay. breathefume.com. Check out the link in the description and use code BOYS to save 10% and quit smoking and vaping today. I had this comment that was like sort of uh, bothering me. Yeah. There, uh, it's, so, so someone commented on one of the videos and it was like something that was like bugging me all day. Someone goes, in one of my videos, they go, I didn't know Bam Margera was so funny. So that's the comment, right? And so I guess they're calling me funny. Uh-huh. And they're kind of being like, haha, you look like Bam Margera. But it's like, Bam Margera is funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, I, it yeah, was, is- like it's, it's almost hurting my brain because like, ha, huh, I didn't know Bam Margera is funny. It's like, as if he was like a politician or something. Right, right, yeah. But it's like, Bam as Margera if he was Charlie Kirk. had the number one comedy show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And movie in the world. Yeah. It's like, yes, Bam Margera is funny, though. Yeah. Like, what do you mean you didn't know? Like, is your only experience of Bam Margera, like, seeing him fat on rehab? Yeah, He had the number one comedy show in the world. (laughs) Yes. Oh, I didn't know Tom Green was so funny. You look like Tom Green. I was like, yeah, he is. He's super funny. Yeah, he is. Tom Green moved out into the fucking farm in Canada. I saw that. I actually just saw a post. I talked to him a bit. I saw a post from him today where he's like, he just lives in Ottawa now? Dude, he bought a big farm and he's going to just run like a big uh, like compound out there and make videos and stuff like that. Interesting. And what, he just sold his place in LA or he still has a... He had that like gorgeous house in Yeah, fucking- I think he still got his fucking place or whatever. But um, 
Did you see? So one thing I quickly want to talk about is I don't know if you saw that video, but we we talk Brandy about like love? this. Yeah, we talk it. about the censorship stuff like so much, and the the d- debate is always like, should the government be involved and blah blah blah. And it was like I don't know if anyone saw recently, but like Pisaki, the like speaker or whatever, Jen Pisaki. Yeah, she did this press conference where she comes out and she goes, you know we think the government needs to get more involved when people are spreading misinformation. Uh And it was like, why should you be banned from one platform and not all the platforms? Yeah. And I feel like so many people have been beating down the drum of like the government can solve this. And it's just like, the I don't have I mean, a foreseeable for They're literally part of the problem. They started the problem. They're so wrapped up, but it's like the dude, the government like you understand is like, so in there. The crazy thing is like, yes, the misinformation stuff, the reason people won't take the vaccine is because they don't trust the media and they don't, don't trust, trust the, the government. government. And the media is essentially like an the extension media of, arm of the government. Yeah, exactly. So they're like, we don't Democratic trust press. any of you. Like, I'm sure a lot of those people, if this happened ten years ago. Or twenty years ago would have been like, yeah, we'll take the vaccine. They're like, so why not? untrustworthy. It's like you're like you contributed to this. Now maybe you think like, oh, like you know, this is how I'm going to solve the problem that like we created, which it's not. Do you ever hear that quote? The more think, the, the, the thing sure. is like every you know the more that they say, oh, like we need to censor people. You think that's going to get someone who's on the fence to take the vaccine now? It's insane. It's like if you just they won't you give just, up anything. Yeah, yeah. But you go okay. Yeah, the person's probably like okay. Now I'm definitely not taking it. One hundred percent. And they are. They're like these idiots won't take the vaccine. You go. What are you gonna give to them? It's like always. It's like this girl mentality of this, it's back to the sex thing. Yeah. <laughs> Where they go. What do I like? Why won't you do this? And you go because your whole life is like taking things away from me. Uh-huh. And when you have a little card, like for example, if they feel like they have this card, well, I'm not going to do this. And you're like, why don't you just do it? And it's like, if people feel like, you know, when you're trying to get back hand in a relationship, yeah, <laughs> it's like, I think a lot of people feel like that where they're like, everyone's lying to me. I'm being gaslit nonstop. And I think that's one of the reasons people want to do that. But yeah, they just, they don't trust it. Like they're, have you ever heard that saying where Thomas Stoll goes, he goes, there's nothing scarier than the phrase. I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Yeah, for sure. And all of these companies... So much bad shit has been done in that. They both, the companies have to go... Both these companies or all all of these companies have to go to fucking Congress and have... Get yelled at by both sides. And I think that other than Dorsey, I think a lot of these business... Government... A lot of these companies would rather just not be in the business of censorship to begin with. Who wants to be? I was talking to the guy from Comedy Cellar and I think he had a pretty good point. Like, Gnome. Yeah, yeah. He was kind of like, most businesses, you don't want to be any of these businesses. Like... You know, you'd rather, you just want to run your business and then everyone starts complaining about this and and you go, okay, I guess I got to address it. And then it becomes this, like, ideally you would just let the comics go on and that'd be the end of it. Uh Okay. And then it's like, oh, would you let this guy, you end up, I'm sure that like a lot of these, the thing is there are cases where they go, okay, yeah, probably this should not be allowed. Like we've said it before, but you're like, you can't like, it's just like, you can't have no rules. You can't have zero no, they rules. They are rules. See, this is because then you get like child porn. If you go, okay, zero rules for okay, content. That, child porn. No, but this is the the distinction that should be made. It's you don't want no rules. Mm-hmm. You want the rules that are the First Amendment. Yeah. So that's that's what you want. Yeah. You're they don't they already have rules against child porn. It's mm-hmm. illegal. Right. So that's not up to Facebook to say, hey, no child porn. Well, on I guess the in site. terms of moderation, it's already illegal. Yeah. 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 See what I'm saying? They go. They don't need Facebook doesn't need to say no child porn. Mm-hmm. It's already illegal. Yeah. Just the same reason they say, oh, you can't broadcast yourself burglaring someone's house. We go, that's already illegal. Mm-hmm. 
Do you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, of course. So yeah. the rules are already there. They're saying that we want to have a monopoly on truth. We're going to decide what the fucking truth is, even though we've been wrong 20 times. And we want the government to kick you off. They go, oh, what are you off? They want to give you the Alex Jones treatment where now you can't get a credit card processor because yeah. you fucking question people who've been wrong a hundred times. The, the crazy You're thing too is a, you, you could be I'm right. living in a fucking book. Dude, I'm turning but into you a could, fucking you sheeple guy real I, soon. I know. <laughs> but it's like you can be right literally like 90% of the, or you know, 99 out of 100 times and the one time you're wrong, they go, ah, that's misinformation. You're out of here. And what? you're like, you're like, what about all the, the times I'm right? You're like, what, what kind of like? Too bad. It's like a zero tolerance policy on being, yeah, on, on being like you know so making you just an can't error. Say anything? Literally, <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, okay, I'm sorry, but, I misspoke. But you're ne- you're never wrong. Yeah, I mean, exactly. The government's never wrong. It's like fucking Joe Biden is like the amount of the amount of common opinions that were proven wrong. You know that what was that old stock saying too? It's like when you find yourself in the general consensus. Yeah, you, you know. Just, yeah, you don't reevaluate want, your position. Yeah, you just don't want to be like in the part if of the you herd. Find, you know, if you find yourself in the herd, step back and be like, "What's are we right? Uh-huh. You know, don't just take for granted." And they goes, "So I think I don't have any solution or whatever, but this idea that I think a lot of people think that the government can solve the problem that the government created." I think no. uh, I think you're gonna be. I mean, not right now, not when the, like just the distrust. Because the fact is, is like, <clears throat> it's just you know, it's an issue of just people don't trust you. They don't, you know, people can you know people can make decisions for themselves. Sometimes they're not good decisions. Yeah, people like you know people have a history of making bad decisions for themselves. But like, what are you gonna do? Like the whole thing, everybody's like getting all worried about like the Delta variant, blah blah blah. You're like, this is like four states that have to worry about this. There's like four states that have low vaccination rates, like very low. Yeah, they might have an issue with it. That's their choice. I don't know. Yeah. Like, okay, you know, you can't stop. Like, people have been smoking for fucking how long? Like, we've known for 40 years people. that smoking's going to kill you. And, and they told you, fumes. <laughs> shout out to fume. Shout out to fume. Perfect segue right there. But, you know, it's like well, you, they've known for 40 years. And they go, people are like, yeah, I'm still going to smoke. Yeah. They're like, okay, I don't know. No, there is, uh, there is some. Like they're not shutting shit down again. Like it's not like, like there was all this people who go, oh, we're going back into lockdowns. You're like, no, we're not. No, we're not. We're not going back into lockdowns. Like Florida, you know, or no, sorry, uh, like LA Mississippi, could. Mississippi might. LA did a mask mandate, but even fucking Cuomo said he's like, we're not doing another. Mask Australia, mandate. I don't know if you saw Australia. That. I saw a video oh, yeah, from Australia that was wild, dude. But so that's because their vaccination rates like three percent or something. So crazy. this lady comes on on the TV and she goes. Australia, Australia, and she Aus- goes, "Oh, dang you!" <laughs> no, she comes on. We just lost our one Australian listener. And she, so this this fucking bitch, <laughs> <laughs> Australian bitch, she comes on the telly, and she starts going. She's like, "May Day." She goes, "We did out of like eighty thousand tests or something like that." We have one death and like 300 new cases. So as of tomorrow, we're locking up the capital anymore. No one's allowed to leave the cities. It was like a comedy sketch. Yeah, it's, it, no, they're doing it so crazy because they're was, in this, that's the thing. They're in. I've been this talking like, to Lou Spears a bit, but it's 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 because they're in this like zeroism kind of uh, mentality where zeroism they go, is where they, mental. Well, they're on an island, so like you know they actually don't have these like borders. They really are on an island, so like. It's, you know, that's where they're like, look, we'll just like eradicate it and then it's gone again. But you're like, look, you did this. It came back. 
Like so, your your again, your issue is just I don't know. They're, they're you think you're gonna eradicate the like? They, fl- they're making fucking Canada look like I don't know America. Like, it is nuts what's going they're on. Making Canada there. look like Texas. Like, dude, you think so there's probably Australia? I'll tell you one thing that maybe is a factor. There's probably so many Australians that just like live on the beach and they go to surf and they don't follow any of this rules. Uh-huh. But it's like it's sort of like a cowboy sort of city, like a country a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's so many people there that they ain't following the rules. They're taking a Jeep out with their surfboard. I bet you they can't be for all this stuff, but it's, 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 no, no, no. Well, they're, oh, I, yeah. And as far as I know, they're like, they, they were like similar to Canada where like they just didn't get a lot of vaccines and their like rates really low. I mean, I don't know. I mean, they obviously have this precedent where the, they're like incredibly heavy handed with their lockdowns and, you know, people. Like that was Australia was the one where literally people were just getting like, you know, going to a park and getting like the shit beat out of them for like just being in a park. Yeah. They like weren't allowed to. Okay. I wanted to show you something, uh, something, uh, pretty funny here. So, cause it, so that we did the, the wokes and racist video was like a big video. Obviously yesterday was the one year anniversary of it. Actually. Was it? I got the, the Facebook. Maybe, maybe we should repost it. Uh, yeah, maybe I should repost yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Because I got the fa- you know the Facebook one year ago today deal. So there was this there's this dude on TikTok that makes like fucking oh yeah. <laughs> Did you see this? So by the way, I just want to say about yeah. TikTok because like I use TikTok, I like TikTok. There is no source of more cringy content so in the cringe. world than TikTok with I all know. the girls just doing like the voiceover stuff and like these just like dances and like I I. Don't know where you can find more per capita cringy content. Yeah, it definitely makes you feel weird. Yeah, and this and the political stuff, and this guy. So this guy, a year old video, I guess, and he 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 goes, um, actually, and it's like you go when you see people on the internet, you go, this is this is who's uh, fucking making fun of you. And first of all, you go one video. I was I'm making a video a week for the last year and a half. Or, or three videos a week in some mm-hmm. cases, and I got to defend every point. You know, this one also it's like, it's like one, trying to pick it apart, one like a point. Report. But it's one point. But like you, this is when this guy, this is who's making fun of you, and you look at it, you go, oh my god, look at this friggin' nerd. Wokes and racists actually agree on everything. It's amazing. I saw it. Well, didn't really think. He's talking to himself. What? How so? Who is that? I thought woke was an adjective, not a noun. Um, um, well, first of all, I just want to say uh, that woke is an adjective. <laughs> it's like literally, uh, so wait, you're just hearing the term woke right now? Yeah, yeah. This like is in the year 2020, the year of our Lord, you're just hearing <laughs> yeah, yeah, the term one. woke for the first time? That's mm-hmm. that's it? That's mm-hmm. where you go, huh, oh, I've never heard that oh. term. What is that? That doesn't that doesn't mm-hmm. quite uh First of all, make there's sense the grammatical. <laughs> this guy, and he's holding a drink, he's talking to himself. He makes all these videos talking to himself. They just mean like, anti-racist, intersectional feminists, you know, annoying weirdos. Oh, okay. Anything else? Yeah. The part about how... Anything else? Uh, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I don't think they go, "Mm, uh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) This guy fucking... This guy fucks. (laughs) Interracial dating. Could you walk me through that? Oh, sure. Basically, wokes are against interracial dating, and so are racists. Is that... True. I mean, I've seen at least three tweets against interracial dating from Oh, bone. Is that a statistically valid sample? <laughs> um, um, is that um, <laughs> is that a statistically valid sample? Just because yeah, yeah, yeah. that seems like maybe it's not a statistically. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're like all oh, just Mel- what is it, Melvin from fucking Office Space? <laughs> um, is that 
Was it Melvin? What was no, it I, uh, I can't remember because you just Melvin my fucking brain. The sta- the no, who was it? Um, the stapler guy. Norman Newman. Uh, yeah, the stapler on my stapler. Um, you took my stapler. Yeah. Um, I, I had a statistically round sample. <laughs> Imagine fucking. Mm. Holy shit. Milton. If I searched Twitter for all of the tweets that are anti-interracial dating, would they be half and half from woke and racist accounts? 40, 60? 80, 20? Whatever. The point is, there are woke people who are... Okay, first off, I guess you haven't been on Nation of Islam Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> For, but, like, okay, aside from this, the fact that this guy's like... Remember that year-old uh, video? Uh, this one point isn't... Um, um, uh, 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 such a fucking... You know, I searched Twitter. Dark-ass fucking loser, dude. But you go, okay, let's... First of all, again... You take a video with 25 points and try to pick the worst one. I'm fine with that. You know, yeah. whatever. But let's... I go, what world are you living in where Twitter has more people posting white and black people shouldn't be together? Literally, you can see this stuff that... Like, the, the articles that are uh, interracial dating, they were in, like, the slate. Huffington Post. If you want to hear a white guy that's like white and black people shouldn't be married, you need to go to a community center in the middle of the woods. Yeah. You need a leaflet. Like this. So you go, Wit has more tweets, like the interracial I mean, dating. literally go to like spots in Harlem. But, but my, yeah. <laughs> like it, it's going to be. Literally like, you know, black Twitter was all saying that stuff, which would yeah. be considered woke. So you're saying the his argument is that there's probably three tweets about this, like from woke people. And there's probably a million tweets about it from racists. How many how many tweets have you seen in your life that from a white person saying white and black people shouldn't get married? If I exclude the ones that I posted myself, yeah, uh, none. That's it's pretty much just me. His whole argument is that like, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. His whole argument is it's like uh, in terms of like racist people and woke people. This is the whole thing. You go like in his mind, he's like fucking conservatives are like what interracial dating's bad. I guess yeah. It's like what world is this guy living in? Oh yeah, I mean he's not. He's not, he's living in fucking fantasy. Because he's like, oh, that's the extremists. Like, so there's a few like extremists being like, interracial dating is bad because of your fetishizing or whatever. And you go, yeah. And those extremists are in like media positions and like you would agree with them. No one that is normal, someone, white guys coming out and going, white people and black people shouldn't get married. And you go, oh, I see his point. But yeah. when someone goes, white people might be fetishizing, people like this are like, Okay, they sympathize. Yeah, they said, well, it's like it's coming from their side, so like they're not going to be like challenging it. If this, if if this guy saw a black guy come and say, "I don't think that fucking our black queen should be with white men," would he be like, "Actually, no"? Would he go, mm, "Actually, yeah"? No, like, he'd go, "Let me hear you, brother." Yeah, exactly. Come on, brother, rap for me, brother. <laughs> come on, like, what you got to say? Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. He would go. He would listen to him. He would hear him out. Mm-hmm. Um, um, when you say that, that would be statistically most on the tweets <laughs> and you go no you stupid idiot yeah not that funny yeah, that was, yeah. this guy's I, I, all I, I that. Was that he, he just like he kind of reacts to videos and all of them is like he puts a video on back goes, and forth him talking um, <laughs> excuse me <laughs> Ding. this guy must be fucking super fun at parties <laughs> Ding. he goes uh, I was just looking at your goya beans and <laughs> I mean I don't know if you heard um yeah, that the CEO of Goya, like Trump. So, dude, it's like get a human a different bean. <laughs> it's like basically a human tweet. Yeah, it's kind of what that guy is. <laughs> human tweet. Do you know what I mean? Like that's how people tweet. Every time that guy makes a video, there's like 
20 new conservatives. <laughs> like 20 conserv- people on, on TikTok become conservatives. They see that video and go, all right, well, fuck this guy. <laughs> there was another thing that was fucking making me laugh too. Like this viral tweet where I'm just like, I was looking at Twitter getting all fired up again. I go, I go, it goes, when you only listen to this Adam, Adam Grant, it's like on the face, it goes, when you only listen to the smartest person in the room, you miss out on discovering what the rest of the room is smart about. Everyone knows you meet everyone, everyone, you know, knows something you don't and has wisdom and experiences you have lived. Every conversation is a chance to learn something new. And I have heard this a lot, right? Uh-huh. You've, how many times have you heard this kind of argument? Yeah. I mean, right? Yeah, of course. And in my opinion, no, they don't. I like mean, if you go to a room and it's like, oh, everyone has something to say. How many people have you talked to where you go, oh, especially right now, you go, oh, I know every single thing you think before you say it. Oh, you just need to hear one opinion. There are so many people where I go, I know everything you think yeah just give me one opinion when i go on the street that's why i'm able to like mess with people so much because i can hear them talk for a like this guy i i could if i met him on the street i could have his brain wrapped up in a tizzy so quickly because i know everything you think and the worst part is they think they know everything you think and they have no fucking clue i know what you think and why you think they're they're npcs essentially well okay so so if we agree there's npcs we can't also agree that you can learn something from everyone in the room, brother. No, <laughs> I mean, I can't learn anything from. These I mean, people. you could learn something about. You like, could laugh at them. You could say that's funny. So many people have fear. You know, there's an old um, Peter Thiel thing, and he says failure is overrated because it helps. It makes you have too much fear. Uh-huh. And I've always said he's right, but depending on what you want to do, because in some things, I think, for example, comedy, I think in people being better at people like that, the quote from him is coming from guys that like, I bet you people don't like him that much. I bet, you know, yeah. I think failure makes you more personable and it makes you uh, understand people better. I think yeah, it, for sure. So it depends on what you do. That quote is not objectively better, but if your goal is to like run a tech company, Maybe. Yeah. Have, um, code some things. Yeah, to, to, you know, make some company into a $5 billion company. So yeah, it maybe, depends on... Maybe you don't want to be just failing nonstop. It, so, exactly, right. So it depends on what you want to do. Yeah. But when you see that guy, and it's like, uh, that idea that everyone, you could learn something from everyone, I don't think it's true. I think there's a lot of interesting people. Like, I think that you go talk to, like, odd bodega guy, and you go, yeah, he has an interesting yeah. perspective. You can talk... I think there's lots of interesting people, but it ain't... Everyone. No. I mean, I feel like I could learn something if I went to a party and like, like uh, from something from everyone, if I went to a party and say, you know, Alabama, where it's yeah, like might... outside of, outside of the Same bubble, right? If you go to... But if I just go to like some fucking like house party in Bushwick or something, like I'm not But then again though, if you go to that party in Alabama, talk to one guy, talk to two yeah, guys. Yeah, exactly. It'll by be the third guy, you'll be like, I got it. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> oh yeah. I just, I just learned that from yeah, fucking yeah, that yeah, guy yeah. over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so many people have like fear baked into their experiences. So many people have indoctrination baked into their experiences. I mean, so mm, many, so many people joy. literally just get their like their opinions are like just you know they get them from fucking one side of the media or the other, and they're pretty like homogenous. They're not. Yeah, it's not because a lot of people they're not like oh I watch everything and I kind of like pick and choose. Like they're just like yeah I, I watch CNN and. Yeah. Those are my opinions. That's my yum. Did you see that guy go on fucking uh, Brian you, Stelter? Or uh, Fox News is bad. <laughs> did you see that guy go on Brian Stelter or whatever? Guys, <laughs> no, oh, wait, uh, what was the the guy on oh, CNN? Yeah, yeah. Who was that like, guy? Uh, I forget what his name is, but he's <laughs> not going on again. <laughs> 
He basically dude, all live yeah, on air was just like, yeah, he's like, you're the fucking problem, dude. He's like, you tell you say all this shit. He's like, you guys are so smug and you think you like know basically like know everything. And Brian Seltzer's like, uh, he's like, he's like, um, like, uh I don't know what you mean. <laughs> they love he's like, he's like, you, he's like, you guys are the problem. And, and then like, the funny like, what? He's like, we're just finding the truth. He goes, yeah, no, you're not. <laughs> the funniest part was he goes, why'd you come on here? He goes, I don't know. I'm a book salesman. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, I'm trying to sell my fucking books. Yeah. I thought that part was really funny. Yeah, that was good. Brian Stelter is a fucking, a fucking the baloney factory, though. <laughs> he's, he's up there. Baloney factory. <laughs> he's up there in the baloney factory. I saw a pretty funny uh, Washington Post thing. We'll, we'll wrap up and head over to the, the, the Patreon. And, uh, but the... The Washington Post had this article, and it was like, um, what were the Capitol riders thinking January 6th? <laughs> it was just so funny. It was like, this has been like, what was it? It's been like seven months, and they go, yeah. they literally was an article like Jerry Seinfeld, like, what were they thinking? I mean, also, it's pretty well documented <laughs> that there's such a thing called crowd behavior, yeah. and that like when people get in crowds, they like do shit that what they probably they wouldn't do by themselves. Yeah, do you think they'd write what were the protesters who broke into like Target things? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, what were they thinking? What were they thinking? When they lit that fucking police station on fire in Minneapolis. How do you get uh, approved for what What are they thinking? Like in fucking July. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Do you remember the Capitol? July? The Capitol. Oh, dude. <laughs> Fuck it. It's going to be July 2026. They're going to be like, whoa, remember the Capitol? What were they dude, thinking? Dude, you know, every year on January 6th for maybe the next 20 years, fucking left-wing press will be like, <laughs> January, remember, the, the insurrection one year later, the insurrection two years later, here's what we learned. Yeah. Insurrection three years later, what's still the same? <laughs> what were they thinking? Like, dude, you know, it's just like a new tagline. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. Thank you for listening to the Boys Cast. As always, new episode every week, patreon.com slash the Boys Cast. Thanks to everyone who's followed the Clips channel as well. Some of those have actually been kind of going viral and popping off, which is yeah, very yeah. cool. And this weekend, it's already Friday, but it's um, this weekend, me, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We're, all, we're in Naples. So if anyone's around there, Tonight. come out. If Say hi. So tonight. it's tonight, tomorrow, oh, and the next day. Yeah, because yeah. we had to film a little earlier this week because we're we're taking off tomorrow morning. So thank you very much for listening to the Boys Cast. Check us out in Naples, and I got more dates at RyanLongComedy.com. Peace, boys. Peace.